Welcome to OLWJ Captivation, the podcast featuring boundless superstars and special guests who will provide information on achieving maximum success. I see boundless as not allowing the, you know, things that get in the way, the roadblocks to stop you. You see it and you go, you know what? This is a challenge. And a challenge doesn't mean I'm going to stop. I'm going to figure out how to get through this, how to move forward. In fact, I kind of couple boundless with resiliency. Special episodes of the podcast will center around concepts related to financial wellness. For everyone deserves a shot at financial freedom. Dollar cost averaging, it allows somebody to systematically invest whether the market is doing, you know, the, the market is up, the market is down, okay? And notice I, I didn't say uh, market good, market bad. I just said if the market is up or the market is down. There is no such thing as good or bad. It's just the market. And here's the thing. When somebody gets that education, right, where when we sit down with them and we're able to explain to that, they don't get scared by the ups or the downs. Thank you for making the decision to tune in to OLWJ Captivation. I am Otis Lewis Wilson Jr. For anyone that might be trying to figure it out, the letters in the title of the podcast represent my name. To learn more about me, visit the website at www.olwjboundless.com. Here, you can also read my blog. Follow me on Instagram at O underscore Wilson underscore Jr. Follow me on Twitter at OLWJ Boundless. Also, you can subscribe to the podcast mailing list. Again, the website address is www.olwjboundless.com. 2021 is rapidly coming to an end, my friends time for us to start setting those goals for 2022. The question is, what do you have set for your financial goals for the upcoming year? To help think about that, I have reached back into the Boundless Archives to play back an interview that I did with Mike Torres. It's an episode on investing. What do you know about investing? What do you know about the differences between investing and saving? This is an awesome episode. And as you know, helping you to become debt-free and financially independent is one of my specialties. To learn more, visit the website at www.olwjboundless.com. Fill out the form and I will contact you for more information. Mike, welcome to Boundless. How are you? Doing well, Otis. How are you doing, sir? I'm doing quite well. Mike, let's take a few minutes for you to introduce yourself to everyone. Yeah, sure. Um, well, and first off, Otis, again, thanks for having me back. Uh, like you mentioned, you know, we've done a, a previous podcast and uh, definitely, you know, enjoy any time we can spend together like this just to get information out to our communities. Um, you know, and that's that's a big thing, you know, and, and you know this and what we do, Otis. Uh, truly, you know, we take this to heart with about serving our community. And like I said, just getting the word out, just just uh, 
uh, uh, letting people know that there's, you know, different way to go about things, you know, people in our industry, uh, you know, the, 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 the people and the families that we serve, they think, you know, maybe because they learned from a parent or whatever the case might be, that they have to do things a certain way. And one of the greatest things about this pod, us being able to do this podcast is that we can change the way people think, you know, and, you know, have that, that change, you know, really be a big factor in their lives, you know? So uh, I truly enjoy these Otis. So thank you so much for allowing me to, to join you again. Uh, that being said, you know, like you said, my name is Mike Torres and I'm originally from Brownsville, Texas. You know, it's the southernmost tip of Texas. Uh, I moved up here to Austin in 1996 and, you know, of course, met my wife up here and, uh, you know, just just enjoying life and what we do. And, uh, you know, as, as you know, this Otis, you know, we've developed a team and that team, you know, we're just looking to kind of share our mission with them so that they can go out there and serve their communities as well. You know, so we're just excited to be here. And once again, Otis, thank you for the opportunity. Mike, I am so happy to have you here, my friend. And as I mentioned, we talked about life insurance, but the whole aspect or the aspect of investing. Talk to me about that. What is investing? Well, Otis, you know, I'm going to I'm glad you mentioned the previous podcast, OK, because um, I'm, I'm going to touch. I'm still going to kind of go back. And, and touch on the life insurance, even though this episode here, we're focused on investing. But here's the thing. What we teach our clients is the two do go hand in hand. They're two separate services, if you will, but they work hand in hand. Okay. So at, at one point, I, I, I do want to go back and, and touch on that a little bit more. But that being said, you know, what it what is investing, you know, and there's you can you know, you can look up a definition and I'm sure you'll find something in there. But when we talk about investing, what we're focused on is helping our clients accumulate, you know, and of course, in this case, we are talking about money. OK, uh, and so we want to make sure, again, that we educate our clients develop that relationship because again, we are talking about people's money. And so we want to make sure first off that they're educated in what they're going to be doing. Okay. I've always been, you know, a believer in this is that I don't want to sell anybody what I'm doing. I don't want to convince anybody on what I'm doing. I want them to fully understand. I want them to be educated. I want them to ask questions because I want them to be comfortable I want them, you know, after our presentation, I want them to be saying, hey, I want to do this. You know, I know I'm going to benefit from this. I know my family's going to benefit from this. And guess what? Hey, other people that I know will benefit from this because the ultimate, you know, the ultimate compliment, I guess, over all this would be them sending me referrals of their friends and family members. So that when it when it comes to investing, again, accumulation. We want to help them accumulate more of that money. How would you say that investing is different from saving? Excellent question. And, and in fact, Otis, that's, that's an objection or an area of concern, right? That people bring up when, when talking about that, you know, they'll come, they'll come at me and say, Hey, well, Mike, you know, I'm putting away uh, uh, some money in a savings account. 
here's the thing. And, and look, I could go so many di uh, different directions with this, Otis. Um, it, in a sense, it could be an open-ended question, right? But, but here's the thing about it, is that when it comes to investing versus saving, the thing is that, in a sense, you're eliminating a middle person. What do I mean by that? Well, if we're talking about savings, I get my paycheck, I go to the bank, I deposit that, uh, you know, put that, you know, deposit that money into my savings account. What's happening with that money is that the bank takes that money and they loan out our money in the form of a credit card, mortgage, a car loan, many different ways. But let's, let's, let's just focus, for example, on a credit card. If anyone's ever had a credit card, you look at the back of that credit card and what's going to be on there? Aside from your, you know, some of your information, you know, uh, you're going to see the name of a bank most likely. Okay. And so what that bank is doing is that they're lending out someone's savings in the form of that credit card to you. So the credit card, right, it, it, it generates an interest rate. And that interest rate goes to everybody else except for the person who has that savings account. How can I prove that, Otis? Well, if anybody listening has a credit card, just think to yourself, what interest rate am I paying on this credit card? Now, there's some people, of course, right, that have, again, taken the right steps and have taken care of their credit. And, oh, Mike, I've got a zero or I've got a low interest. And, and again, job well done. You know, kudos to you. But unfortunately, the majority of the people have these high interest rates on these credit cards. So what happens is, again, the credit card gets their, their percentage. Again, the bank, right? Because they put up the money, okay? They're getting their percentage. And then what, what, uh, what does the, the quote-unquote, right, the person that deposited that, that money into their savings account, what do they get? Well, again, ask yourself this. If you have a savings account, what interest are you earning on your savings account? Now, Otis, I can just tell you this from, from being around, the average individual the, or the, the average savings account is going to pay out anywhere between 0 0.3, 0.50, maybe a little bit above that. Okay, that's what the majority of savings accounts are earning right now. Now, again, say someone's you know paying a 20% interest rate on their credit card. Well, that 20%... Again, that's being divvied up by, you know, credit card companies, the banks, the people putting up the, the, the money in a sense, right? The ones that are funneling, excuse me, your money, our money into that system, they're the ones getting wealthy. But again, they're coming back and giving us half a percent, a third of a percent, maybe three quarters of a percent, you see? And so that's how I know that people are missing out. And that right there is the difference between savings and investing. See, we're investing you're able to get a way, way better return for you and your family, okay? So anyway, that, that's, that's a, a, a way that I like to explain the savings versus investing. Um, is just, again, this is the thing. Most people think, Otis, oh, you know, I, well, first off, they, they're like, ah, first off, I don't even know where to go, okay? I don't know who to talk to. And that's where we come in, all right? Just like I mentioned earlier, Making sure we, we educate first and foremost, right? 
I don't want to sell anybody. I want to educate people. And through that education, they will make that decision. Okay. If this is going to be good for their, you know, friends and family, you know, for uh, immediate family, um, that's what I, that's where I want to lead these, you know, our, our clients to is that they're comfortable. They, they understand they're educated and they're comfortable moving forward with us. So let's take a minute here to educate me. I'm a client and I need to be educated. Give me some examples of what you would educate me on to help me understand investing. Absolutely. Let's talk about, first off, diversification. Okay. So talking about investing, the great thing about this is that it'll allow someone Actually, let's re- let me rephrase that. It'll allow anyone, okay, that sees the value in this to start building towards their future, their 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 future goals, whatever that might be. And that's that's the the great thing about it, right? Is that we're all different. We all have different goals and dreams, okay. Of course, in this case, we're talking about financial goals, okay. And so, di- diversification it allows an individual to come, you know, come in with, come in, come in with us in a sense. Right. And whatever, see, this is the other thing, Otis, many times people think that they have to set aside a large portion, you know, a large sum of money to invest. And guess what? In some cases that is true with some companies, they do require a, 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 a large chunk of change, you know, but the way we work, our focus, right, middle income, the middle income market, we understand that sometimes people don't have, you know, uh, an inheritance. They're like, Mike, hey, look, I just want to get started. And so we'll work with somebody, right, where it's something that can be that can work within their budget, first and foremost. OK, but we'll take that that money. And all of a sudden they're invested in many different companies. But see, here's the, the, beautiful, the beautiful thing about that is that they don't have to go to all the different companies, you know, like, to, for example, to a stockbroker and go get individual stocks. They don't have to do that. We'll help them with that. You know, the only thing we need from them, right, is, hey, the want to. OK, as long as they understand, right, we're able to, to, to uh, make them feel comfortable moving forward with us. And then, of course, we're, we're going to explain everything in full detail. So somebody can start off, again, diversification, right? They're invested in many different companies, and they don't need a whole lot of money. Number two, dollar cost averaging. Now, I know this is more of a, just, a, you know, we're, uh, of an audio, but the thing about it is dollar cost averaging, it allows somebody to systematically invest whether the market is doing, you know, the, the market is up, the market is down. Okay. And notice I, I didn't say uh, market good, market bad. I just said if the market is up or the market is down, there is no such thing as good or bad. It's just the market. And here's the thing. When somebody gets that education, right, where when we sit down with them and we're able to explain to that, they don't get scared by the ups or the downs. You know, I don't know if you noticed a, a, a change in the inflection of my voice. I get excited because, well, let's just put it this way. I get excited because of the ups and the downs, Mm -hmm. okay? Because I understand. And see, I have a passion for this, Otis, because where where I came from, nobody was having these conversations, okay? Nobody was talking about this. 
And had somebody, right, started talking about this when I was a young boy, guess what? Hey, maybe things would have been different, right? Because, but here's the thing. People, you know, we hear people say this all the time. Uh, um, knowledge is power. And, you know, again, that's, that's a very, you know, uh, many, many of us have heard that statement before, but that is incorrect. Applied knowledge is power. Knowledge is just potential power. We now have to go put it to use. And that's where, with what we do, Otis, we allow people, again, through that education to help them through what we do, right, apply that knowledge, you know, and that's where we're going to help them do that. So, again, dollar cost averaging, systematically investing right through the ups and the downs, again, not good or bad. I want to I mean, I stress this so big, Otis, right? No such thing, good or bad market, just ups and downs. And then we're going to educate people. We're going to teach them. We're going to show them how both are good. Okay. What are some of the different methods available for investing money? Okay. Excellent question. Notice um, there, you know, I, I say this only because of, of technology. There's so many different ways now where somebody's going to offer you a way to invest and they'll use that word invest, you know? There's going to come across there. Uh, you might come across an app on your phone, right? That again, we've seen them on TV. People talk about them. Uh, I even had um, a client of mine reach out to me that their kids, you know, sent them a, a screenshot of an app where if you invite somebody, you get free stock. So here's the thing. There's so many things out there and there's so many different ways. I'll start off by saying, if you can find a legitimate way that's moving your family forward, more power to you, okay? And if, uh, if, if you're comfortable with that and it's helping you and it really is moving your, your family towards that financial goal, again, more power to you. But there's also so many things out there and unfortunately, there's so many individuals that are looking to take advantage of people. So first and foremost, before we get into the different ways, let's focus on this. Who are you following in this area, right? Who's leading you uh, on this path to quote unquote financial, financial independence, okay? Or better yet, right? Financial well-being, as, as, you know, as the name of the podcast, right, Otis? Mm-hmm. Um, so, so here's the thing. Find somebody that you can count on, that you can talk to, that's reachable, that's available to you. You know, the saying, right? The best ability is availability. And in our industry and in what we do, Otis, that is so true. So find somebody, again, that you're able to, to meet with, again, whether that's in person or over Zoom, however, you know, people are doing that. Just make sure that you get all your questions answered and that you're comfortable with the information that you're given. Okay. Now, when it comes to many different ways, just like I said, right, you, you, we can come up with uh, tons of ways. But one of the best ways that I've found, Otis, is leading people to mutual funds. Now, before I can even just say that statement as a blanket statement, before we do that, we need to find out what are your goals and dreams, right? What are your financial goals? We're also going to go through a small questionnaire. Excuse me. We're going to go through that questionnaire again, and that's going to determine, hey, your profile. What, What type of investor are you? Are you aggressive? Are you moderate? Are you conservative? Then again, hey, how, you know, what's your age? 
And then of course, what's that, what's that goal that you're building towards? Because we, we do have many different avenues that we could take, but starting off with mutual funds is a great way to, again, I brought this word up before, diversify, right? Where it allows somebody, doesn't really matter on the amount of money that they're starting with, but it allows somebody to diversify, to get into different you know, companies, different industries that they're investing in to help spread out that risk, okay? Uh, because again, with what we do, again, we hear there's a, there's a, you know, again, we might hear on the news, oh, the economy's bad, the market's bad, it's good. Again, get that out of your mind, right? There's only up and there's only down and we can help our clients, right? We can teach them how to get excited about, again, those up and those down markets. So that being said, though, mutual funds is the way that I would direct most people Aside from that, there's also what we refer to as a money market account. Maybe somebody that's a little bit more on the conservative side and they're needing to, to make sure that their principal is, in a sense, right, guaranteed. That's a word that w in our industry does not get used a whole lot. So that, that's another way right there. And of course, hey, can't forget these college funds. College funds, of course, for, for that uh, family, that individual that wants to set money aside for their, for their children's college, there's been so many changes to this, you know, uh, so many, even, even just within this spectrum right here, so many different avenues that somebody can take. Uh, for example, college is, you know, when it, when it comes to saving for college, right, through a college fund, doesn't necessarily mean a four-year university. It could be, you know, a cosmetology school. It could be as long as it's some sort of higher learning in a sense, does not have to be a four-year college. That has changed, you know? So we're excited, again, just to, to share that information with people and lead them, you know, again, just, just show them, hey, look, there's the, this avenue. Are you comfortable with this, right? Are you, uh, have all your questions been answered by us? They have, wonderful, you know? Let's start that, that, that path towards that financial uh, uh, goal that you've got. So Otis, uh, I hope, like I said, that, that answers your questions. I, honestly, I mean, we could take just a couple of hours just on this one topic, right? Because again, <laughs> there's so many different ways, right? The, um, the uh, annuities, annuities is, whoa, that's another um, area that, again, just on, just annuities by itself, we could take the full two, you know, two, three hours. So the most important thing, though, beyond even, again, let's not even worry about identifying which direction we need to go yet. Let's just get you in touch with the right individual that's going to help you. Again, that's going to be available to you, and that's going to be able to just uh, answer all those questions. Because, again, most importantly, right, we want you to understand. We want you to be comfortable with what you would be doing with us. Very good answers, Mike. Greatly appreciate it. It is often said that you have to be rich to invest. Number one, why is that often said? And number two, in your findings, what is the minimal amount that it takes to invest? So um, I guess going off on the, the, the first part of it, uh, let's focus on that part of the question, right? The, you have to be rich to invest. And you know, Otis, the reason that that comes up 
It's just because people don't know. P these are just assumptions. But the reason people don't know is, is, you know, going back to what I mentioned earlier, growing up, nobody ever had this conversation with me. So if no one's ever spoken to you about that and, you know, maybe on TV, whatever you hear, right? Oh, big companies investing, da, da, da. People are just going to assume, oh, I guess you have to be rich. You have to, you know, have a lot of money, you know, and that is probably the biggest mi misconception in our industry, Otis. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Right. And so our focus, like I said, middle income America, we know all the different families and individuals that we sit down with, they're all going to be in different situations. Mm -hmm. We're going to work with every single one of them, right? We're not going to turn anybody away. We're not going to prejudge. We're going to sit down with everybody, right? We're going to treat everybody the same. We're going to offer them the same education. And again, we'll put a plan together in place for them. And they're going to be surprised, right? Wow. Okay, so I don't need large sums of money. I don't need to, to come in with a check for thousands of dollars to you, you know? And that's what I love about it is, is seeing that kind of, if you will, that life light go off, you know, where you see them that they get it, you know? And now you've just taught them something that nobody has ever spoken to, you know, spoken to them about. And that's one of the things that I love most about what I do is, is being able, like I said, just to change the way somebody thinks, letting them know, hey, there's something different you can do. It's not, uh, and again, I, I say this from my own personal personal experience, you know? I can tell you this, Otis, my parents love me. I, without a shadow of a doubt, I can look anybody in the eye and say, I know that they love me. But here's the thing, as much as they love me, they couldn't, they couldn't teach me about money. Why? Because nobody ever taught them. See, right. so I want to kind of create, if you will, that multi-generational, not necessarily wealth, of course. Yeah, that, that's the ultimate goal. But you know what? If I can teach somebody something that they can then pass on to their children, man, you know what? Pat me on the back because that's what I really feel good about. Don't get me wrong. Right now, we need to apply that as well. But even just the fact that I know that I came in and I was able to teach somebody something that they didn't know, that they had no clue about, I get, I get great, great... Uh, you know, just a great feeling in that, in that accomplishment, you know? Mm -hmm. So again, Otis do not have to be wealthy. So the second part of the question, right. Was, was it specifically, Hey, what's, what's an amount that somebody can get started with? Yes, sir. Yeah. So it's going to be 10,000. Oh, I'm just kidding about that. No, 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 not even <laughs> not, nowhere near close that Otis, somebody can start investing in a mutual fund for as little as $25 a month. Okay. Awesome. Let me say that again. You heard that right. It was not 25,000, not 2,500. It can be as little as $25 a month. Awesome. Yes. Fantastic. Now, let me, let me, let me add a little disclaimer on there. Depending on the goal and dream, right? Whatever that, that financial, you know, your, your, what you're going towards more than likely that might not be enough, but here's the thing. It's better to get started with something than nothing at all. Mm -hmm. Okay. And I want to make that perfectly clear. It's, there's not a one size fits all answer when it comes to that, the, the amount. All right. So we're going to work with you. We're going to find out, Hey, if that budget, if that means, Hey, 25 bucks a month, that's, that's all, you know, somebody can get started with. 
we're going to do it. Why? Because again, we're setting a habit in place, right? We're, we're applying that quote unquote, that education, that knowledge, right? We're creating power within that investment. Okay. So man, you know, uh, this is the part Otis again, you see, you know, people's light go off 25 bucks a month. Really? That's all. Yep. That's just to get started, you know? And then from there, Hey, we're going to work with you, right? It's not just a one-time thing. You know, we're going to develop that relationship where we're uh, in constant contact with you, right? Sometimes it could just be as simple as an email, right? Uh, but again, we're going to stay in contact with you and know that we're going to be available to you, right? Because again, the best ability is availability. And this also goes back to diversification and dollar cost averaging that you spoke about earlier. Am I correct about that? Absolutely. Whether, you know, again, sticking to the, that $25, right? Yes. That $25, again, is going to allow somebody to diversify. It's going to be able, it's going to allow somebody to take advantage of dollar cost averaging as well. Again, you're systematically investing on a monthly basis. Again, we don't know if the market's going to be up or down at any point. You know, and people will say, oh, no, I think I've got it. I've, I've, uh, I've got a, an algorithm for the, you know, what? no, no. We don't know if it's going to be up or down. So this is the thing. Dollar cost averaging allows people to benefit from those up and down markets. That's all I want to say about that. Mm -hmm. I am going to ask you a question that might be a challenge to you, but then it might not be a challenge to you. I'm oftentimes asked, why should I purchase something like a mutual fund when I can purchase stocks? So clarify the difference between something like a mutual fund versus stocks and bonds or just stocks in general. No, no, that's an excellent question for, I mean, wonderful, wonderful, because I get that as well. Okay, so Otis, have you heard the saying, don't put all your eggs in one basket? Absolutely. Why do you think, what, what do you get from that, from that saying? Why did somebody, why do you think somebody came up with that saying? Well, I mean, if I put it all in one basket, you know, I can lose everything all at once. Right? Yeah, exactly. So I imagine at some point there was some person back in the day that, you know, a farmer, right? And all of a sudden they were putting all their eggs in one basket and somebody came and crushed all their eggs. Right. Correct. Whether, yes. whether on purpose or accidentally, but it happened. All right. Yes. Yes. And so this is the thing. When you invest in an individual company in an in individual stock, I don't think then, then you're putting all your money right in that one company. Now, if that company's doing great, well, hey, everyone's happy, right? But what if all of a sudden, you know, something goes wrong with the company? And I'll give a perfect example. And some of our listeners might not know this company. Some of you guys might. Otis, you remember Enron? Yes, sir, I do. Absolutely, right? Again, and I don't remember the exact details, but it was like on, you know, number seven on the list of, you know, the Forbes 100. I mean, it was up there talking about assets and all of this. Well, guess what? Is that company around today? No. No, it's not, right? No, no. Yeah. And so yes, guess what? When you invest in mutual funds, then again, right, you're diversifying 
you're spreading out that quote unquote risk amongst different companies. And again, depending on, you know, the type of investor after we do a pro our profile, some of the, again, there's, there's a uh, mutual funds out there that focus on the larger companies. There's uh, investors out there that are wanting to be a little bit more aggressive. So guess what? There's mutual funds that focus on the up and coming companies, right? Mm -hmm. And so we're, we'll figure all this out when we sit down with our, with, with, with our clients, right? Or our potential client. But again, most importantly is people just so that they understand mutual fund, diversification, different companies, different industries, you know, you're spreading out that risk versus an individual stock. It's all based on one company. Now, when I say this, Otis, I, I, I do want to clarify this. We're not saying don't invest in stocks. Want to uh, reiterate that again? Not saying to not invest in stocks. As long as it's part of a well put together plan and you've, take, you've covered your bases, okay? There's rules to investing. And guess what? I'm not going to share that on here because I'm going to kind of leave that as a teaser as to why you want to reach out to us. But there's rules to investing. One, two, three, four. And you want to make sure, hey, that the person that you sit with, they, again, explain those in detail and that, again, you're comfortable. So I'm just going to uh, leave that as a teaser. And someone, you know, hopefully will hear this and they're going to be hungry for this information, right? They're looking for a way to go and learn about this. Guess what? They're going to be able to contact us and we're going to be able to give them that, the rules of investing. Okay. So Mike, any additional tips in regards to financial wellness and investments that you want to provide to the listeners? Um, yeah. Uh, let me, let me wrap up with this, Otis. You know, the, the, the main focus, right, of this podcast specifically, right, we're here to talk about investments. But here's, I, I mentioned something that I was going to kind of reach back to our previous podcast. And what was that podcast? It was on life insurance. That is correct. Yes. Remember that? Yes, now, sir, I do. now, well-being, financial well-being, though, is the goal of, of, of these episodes, of, the, of these podcasts, right? Yes. So I wanted to kind of, okay, do investments and life insurance tie in together? I would think so. Right. Well, again, it's part of the plan, right? It's, it's part of your, your uh, blueprint, that financial blueprint. Otis, right? Would you, would you start building your dream home without, or would you hire an architecture firm that did not have blueprints. And again, you've hired them to build your, your financial, your, excuse me, your, your dream home. Nope. I would have to have them all. Right. Of course. Right. Well, guess what? Investments. It's part of that blueprint. Life insurance. It's part of that blueprint. That's correct. See, I would agree. Yes. Yes. And so here's the thing, right? You need to have that life insurance in place to protect the short, uh, the short term. Your investments will be in place to protect the long term. Okay. Now, again, we'll, we'll, we'll break it down a little bit more for those that are, that are, uh, you know, reach out to us and, and, uh, or look again, are hungry for that information or looking to get more information. We're going to show people how it all ties in together. All right. But again, 
with that goal, right, of, of attaining financial well-being, financial independence, whatever you want to call it. But there's a point A and a point B. And these two services, if you will, amongst other things, all contribute to that. So last time we did life insurance, today we're focusing on investments. And we understand, right? Because people, have, well, they might have specific questions, understandably. But I just want to make clear to everybody that it all ties in together. It's all part of the recipe, if you will. You know, you don't want to have something without, you know, not enough seasoning or too much of this or not enough of that. Again, it all ties in together to create that, that perfect recipe, that perfect, you know, game plan to help the people that we serve, helping them get to that, that goal that they have. Fantastic. And in regards to contacting you, Mike, how can my listeners get in contact with you? Yeah. Thank you so much for that, Otis. The, the simplest way is just reaching out to, to my office number. That's going to be area code 512-440-0636. Fantastic. And of course, you can go to my website at www.olwjboundless to have a presentation set up or to have me contacted for an appointment. Okay. Well, Mike, thank you so much for joining me for this podcast and uh, we've provided some great information on investments and hopefully we can do this again in the near future, okay? Looking forward to it. Thank you so much for the opportunity again. The end of this episode of OLWJ Captivation has come. For you to become more involved in what I do, visit my website at www.olwjboundless.com here you can read my blog or subscribe to the mailing list. Also, follow me on Twitter at OLWJ Boundless. Follow me on Instagram at O underscore Wilson underscore Jr. Les Brown once said, it's okay to fail. Because if you land on your back, that means that you can look up and then get up. Until next time, my friends, take care.